Welcome back to Total Mortgage Arena, Bridgeport, Connecticut, NCAA Bridgeport Regional. Second game of two here in this building today with Merrimack and Quinnipiac tied up at 0-0 at the end of the first period of play. This is Mike Mack with John Leahy. Pleased that you took the opportunity to join us here today. What's been a pretty good hockey game so far. Joining us here in the first intermission, Steve Metcalf, the Commissioner of Hockey East. Uh, shots on goal, Steve, in that first period were 14-7. Quinnipiac and probably the two uh, key points of that first period. A couple of power plays for Quinnipiac. Merrimack killed them off. Yeah, I thought uh, you know Merrimack had to uh, withstand a little pressure there from Quinnipiac, and uh, their goalie was uh, fantastic. I was right behind the Merrimack goalie, and uh, he made some great, great saves. So you know, now we get to reset, and hopefully, you know, Merrimack comes out and gets next. You were at the Manchester Regional yesterday, where Boston University won their first round game and went over Western Michigan. Uh, how did that game look? Well, I'll tell you what. It's uh, you know it started out where Western Michigan thought they had a goal, but then they didn't, and then after that, it was all being you for you know 30 40 minutes um, they got up a couple goals quite frankly they could have scored more they were just rolling uh, possessing the puck moving the puck shooting the puck and it was going right in the net and uh, it was really nothing what the Michigan could do about it quite frankly BU looked really good your thoughts on the second game the national champs Denver getting knocked out I don't think anybody saw that coming well the one thing I noticed right away before the game even started because I was standing right next to where Cornell uh, goes onto the ice I'm quite friendly with Mike, Mike Schaefer Cornell's a really big team. Uh, they got two goals relatively early in the game, and after that, I knew they just put them in a sleeper hold, and that was the end of it. And that's exactly what they did. Denver couldn't just get anything going. Kind of get the feeling in this game here that th that's what probably either team wants to do, right? I mean, get on the board first. Uh, obviously, Quinnipiac with the power plays had a chance to do that. They weren't able to. Merrimack had a couple of chances uh, down the other end, but uh, it seems like the first goal more and more in hockey these days is becoming so important. Why do you think that is? Well, I think some you know you get to these games, especially in the playoffs. Um, you know, it's going to sound funny saying this after watching the first game here today, but uh, sometimes. Goals become a little more precious, I think, in the playoffs. And so, you know, if you're able to get the first one, like, you know, you, you the other team's going to play from behind, obviously, and, and sometimes they're going to push a little more, and maybe that opens up opportunities for you. But uh, I think the way this game has gone so far, like, there's not going to be a lot of goals scored here today, so they are going to be really precious. So if Merrimack gets the first one, the next one, you know, that's certainly going to be good for them. What do you think about the format of the regionals now, Steve, with the day off in between now? you got Thursday, Saturday, Friday, Sunday. What, what do you think of that uh, method and how it works? Well, I, I, I like it. I know the coaches really like it. Um, I think you just get a chance to reset and, uh, you know, it's kind of like an even playing field for everyone because the way it was before, you played in the second game and, you know, you're, you're going to obviously start later, but you might go later if you've got, uh, like, an overtime situation. Um, so you, you kind of neutralize that, if you will, and uh, for, for both teams, and I think it's good. You know, it, it's not without, it's not all pros, and, you know, all, all pros, though, I don't think, because, you know, you're asking fans to stick around for another day, and you're asking the building to, you know, uh, turn the lights on for another day when they could be doing something else. Um, so there are pros and cons to it, but I think from, you know, for, from the hockey side and from the coaching side, they really like it, and they really appreciate the NCAA. You know, last week, was kind of interesting with what happened. Uh, the, the teams ended up making it uh, to the Garden. You had BU and Providence. You had Merrimack and Lowell. You know, maybe not some of the teams that a lot of folks would, would think of as as uh, you know having a large following, bringing a lot of people. But as it turned out, the uh, the atmosphere at the Garden last week was was terrific. I mean, it seemed like the the smaller schools, so to speak, really turned out. 
Well, uh, don't count me as one of the people that thought that the uh, the teams that were there weren't going to bring a great crowd. I thought that was going to happen, you know, right from the go. Um, Lowell always shows up at the Garden. Uh, that's my experience, and and I knew Merrimack would show up because they've been showing up at Lowell all year. I knew, um, you know, from talking to Jeremy and Diane and, and, and Scott, like they were going to mobilize the students, and they did. And I think, you know, we had a good atmosphere on uh, Friday night. I needed an even better one on, on Saturday night for the championship game. And, you know, BU, I think, you know, was there on Friday, but they were, they were there even more on Saturday. And, um, you know, we had, uh, over the two nights, we had 27,000 people there. It was fantastic. You know, two teams get into the tournament, uh, Boston University and Merrimack. A few other teams were just a little bit further on the outside. Um, you know, can look at reasons maybe why that happened. Anything maybe from a league standpoint uh, that perhaps could be done to try to uh, improve the chances of getting more teams in the national tournament? Well, that's, uh, I don't think you have enough time for my answer to that, but uh, I will say, you know, and then I can use Merrimack as an example, like, uh, you know, early in January, a lot of our teams had some real bumps in the road, and um, you know, Merrimack and seven others, to be precise, uh, and so those bumps in the road hurt those teams individually, but they also, you know, just overall hurt the, the strength of the league and the strength of the schedule and, and the results that we, you know, we were thinking we'd get going into some of those games that we didn't get. And there was uh, over two week or seventeen day period. We we had you know two dozen. I mean, uh, I think seventeen to- total games where the result um, was not a good result for us, and uh, and so that hurt. Um, so then you know some of our teams have to recover from that, and you know just wasn't quite enough time. Touch on the women here for a moment, uh, Steve. Uh, Northeastern, what a season they had. Uh, they went to the Frozen Four on the women's side. Dave Flint, uh, National Coach of the Year, a historic season for the Northeastern women. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. I mean, they've you know been a real powerhouse the last couple of years. Uh, Dave Flint's done a fantastic job. And as I said to the uh, the team at the end of the year when I was giving them uh, the regular season or, or uh, championship trophy, I said, all you guys know in the locker room is winning because that's all you've done for the last four or five years. But but Dave Flint was there before that, and he you know built uh, Northeastern into the powerhouse it is today. I mean, I think you know, um, obviously we all three of us would have liked a different result in their, you know, in their postseason. But uh, but you know, a really great team and a fun team to watch. And and they're a top line. And uh, Elaine Mueller just uh, I mean, I pay to watch her play, and uh, I wouldn't say that about many players. Um, you know, go, back on what we were talking about with the uh, you know why only two teams and so on. There's, there's been a case made, I guess, that perhaps having more games to play in the postseason, like a two out of three quarterfinals, maybe, or even first round as well, more opportunities for teams to win games could lead to more uh, teams moving up high enough for the pairwise to get in. Do you think that uh, it's possible that we might see a, uh, the league go back from that single elimination in the uh, playoffs to two out of three? Uh, the short answer is no. Uh, I think the, the majority of the folks in the league, including myself, like our current format. I think there's a lot of things that are really positive about it. Everyone getting in is certainly uh, easily to identify. Seven of the 11 will have a home playoff game. I do think no one's got to buy. No one wants to be off that time of year. They want to keep playing. And it's and it's uh, set up in such a way that if you finish in the top three, you get something. 
that's better than what four gets. What four gets is better than what five gets. What five gets is better than what six, seven, and eight get. And then nine, ten, eleven don't get much. So you know, you make all the regular season games worth something and, and worth you know even more the higher you go up in our standings. I don't think I don't subscribe to the theory about the if we added a two out of three, we potentially add uh, another win to someone's uh, resume at the end of the year because I think the way the league is, you could easily had another L as well, and and that would be detrimental. So, you know, the way it went this year, like most of. Um, I guess most of the favorites won. Um, you know, not all of the favorites won, but no one has complained directly to me uh, about that from the ADs or the coaches. And, and I would push back because I, I like the format. And quite frankly, others in other leagues have said to me, I wish we could go to your format, but we're just, you know, we're, we're stuck in the way that they do it. And some of, some of that is geography. We can do what we do because of our geography. And I think that's an advantage for us. So, you know, quite frankly, I like the format, and I think it works for a lot of different reasons. All right, Steve, will you be uh, back in Manchester tomorrow for the uh, final of that regional? Yep, I'll be back in Manchester to uh, watch my uh, my beloved BU Terriers. Now I say that when we get to the postseason, uh, I've become a, uh, a Boston University fan and a Merrimack College fan. So hopefully I'll be back here on Sunday as well to see these guys. Excellent. Sounds good. Uh, have, a, have a safe trip there. Uh, thanks for joining us as well, Steve. Really appreciate it. And uh, for all the hard work you do as well, everyone at the league office, thank you. Thank you very much, Pam. All right, Steve Metcalf, Hockey's Commissioner, our guest here in the first intermission with the score. Merrimack nothing and Quinnipiac nothing. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.